Hello, love, and welcome to another episode of the Faith-Based Storyteller Show, where we sharpen and encourage one another in Christ by diving into the Word of God and sharing the testimonies that the Lord has allowed us to experience in life. Now, I'm your host, Michaela Robertson, and I appreciate you for joining me for another Faithful Friday. Um, Today's episode is going to be a little different because I want to introduce you to a way that I am now studying the Bible. And throughout these Faithful Fridays, we have been diving into the Word of God by identifying what these words mean, going deeper, um, gaining a deeper understanding of just words in general, and to know that the definition of word is a promise, one's account of the truth, assurance, or let me actually go back to the definition so I'm not just making this up. So the definition of word a command, one's account of the truth, a promise or assurance. So knowing that we are speaking these commands, these promises of assurance, these words, these accounts of our truth, I think it's very important for us to understand that we are storytellers. The words that we speak in the way that we speak them is the story that we tell. And so when I rebranded this podcast from the Iron Wifey podcast focused on sharpening and encouraging women in Christ to the faith-based storyteller show. It was because the Lord has positioned me to tell stories. And I've known this since I was a child. When I was a kid, if you would have asked me what I wanted to do when I grew up, I would, I would tell you that I'm going to travel the world and I'm going to sit down and I'm going to hear everyone's story. <laughs> and I'm just going to collect stories. And then I'm going to share the stories that I collect. And so I don't find it a coincidence that here we are decades later and the Lord has positioned me to do what he placed in me when I was a child, which is the desire to tell stories and the desire to gain a deeper understanding of why we are the way we are, um, why we respond the way we respond, why we do the things that we do, why we tell stories honestly, and what each of our stories are, because each and every one of us has an individual experience that we have in life that may be different from the person that's living in the same house or growing up in the exact same environment or situation. And so I've always been fascinated with stories. And I just think it's interesting how the Lord brought everything full circle to today where we are faith-based storytellers. Now, initially, I would open up each of these episodes, the Faithful Friday episodes with the word that we're focusing on and then diving deeper into it. But I want to open up today's episode with the power of a story because it was one story that changed my life. And I believe that my story and your story can also go out and change other people's lives. But we actually need to look at what a story is. So when you look up the definition of story, One definition says it's an account of imaginary or real people and events told for entertainment. That's going to be the stories that we see on television, the dramas, the scripted shows, the fictional shows, things that allow us to feel like we're connected in some way, but they're not real. But what I love is that another definition of the word story is an account of past events in someone's life or in the evolution of something. And so when we tell our story or when we read these stories, we are getting physical accounts, people who have witnessed what is going on. This is a witness report of past events in life. 
And it's funny because the word story is derived from the word history, which is defined as a chronological record or of significant events, often including an explanation of their causes. So we can look at the stories that are told that we know as history to not repeat history. And it's so funny, I was talking to a friend of mine uh, the, this past weekend, her name's Bree, and she's actually gonna be a guest on the podcast coming up soon. Um, but Bree was telling me how her husband is in the military and he had to take this history class. And within this class, he had to study different wars. And so being in the military, you have to study their strategy, their tactics, who was in power, how the war ended, how it went and things like that. And she was saying how her husband was so frustrated because he was studying all of these wars and he realized that every single war was a repetition of what the last person did and that we did not learn anything from history because they did not look at the history or look at the stories of the people that did it before them. And she was saying that um, she was saying that he was saying, if we would just look at the past, we can learn from it. And if we move into another war, all we have all the answers that we need. It lies in the story, in the history that was left behind. And so stories are so powerful because when we look at the Bible, this book, I know I call the Bible basic instructions before leaving earth. But when we look at this book, it is literally an account of stories. It is literally in a chronological record of significant events that include explanations of their causes. So the Bible is not just imaginary or fictitious. This is a real witness account. Many of the stories in this book are real witness accounts of what these people saw, what they heard, who they learned from, what they did, what they struggled with, how they overcame those struggles, and their advice or their knowledge and insight and wisdom that they wanted to pass down to the next generation to make sure that we were equipped with what we needed in order to move through, to move past. Again, this is breakthrough season. In order to break through, we have to be willing to cause a break in the wall of the enemy so that we can move in from this side into the next side. And so if we are repeating history, we will not experience a breakthrough. And in order to not repeat history, we have to understand the story that's been told. And so I, throughout, over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be diving on these Faithful Friday episodes into stories in the Bible. Uh, but today, specifically, I want to share with you what the Lord has given me regarding storytelling. So you guys know this is a faith-based storyteller show where we tell people's stories. We got those Tuesday testimony episodes where people are going to share their testimony, share their story. Um, but then the Faithful Fridays, we dive into the word and see how to apply it to our lives. So within these next couple of weeks, it might be next couple of months, honestly, I'm just going to let the Lord lead it. Um, we're going to be using the story method. And this is a method that the Lord gave me uh, literally about two years ago. It might have been a year. No, it was two years ago. So 2021, 2021, um, I was working out of a closet. Yes, a closet, literally in my living room. I converted a closet into an office and I was working out of a closet and I was coming up with different ways to grow my business 
and different ways to tell my story and my testimony online. And it's so funny because I literally had a whiteboard in there and I was like, okay, Michaela, how can you share your story with other people? And it was like a download from the Holy Spirit that was like, story, here's a method, here's a framework that you can use to share your story. S-T-O-R-Y. S is for strength, T is for technique, O is for obstacles and overcoming them, R is for relationships, and Y is for your Y. Now that starts with a W, but it ends in a Y, so please don't come for me. <laughs> but that's the story method, S-T-O-R-Y. Strength, technique, obstacles, and overcoming relationships in your Y. And when I received this download, I thought it was only for how to tell my story online via social media. And so I created the story framework, um, which is a free download. If you would like it, you can download the framework at faithbasedstoryteller.com. But I created this for social media, and then I realized that the same framework applies to podcasting. And so I applied it to my podcast business and noticed that I was getting a huge return for all of my clients when it came to telling their story online. So then I decided, let's apply this to email marketing. And I was able to apply this framework to email marketing. But recently, as I was journaling and I was having Bible study, the Lord was like, why don't you study my word like a story? And I was like, huh. That sounds nice. How would that work? And he was like, come on now. I, I created you to be a little bit smarter than that. I gave you a method. Apply it. And so as I was doing some Bible study recently, um, I looked at the story method and how to apply the story method to the word of God so that we can gain a deeper understanding. And I am just blown away by how good the Lord is and how powerful these stories are. Like this Bible is a book of fire stories. And there are stories that help us prevent ourselves from repeating history, both good and bad. So if we need to repeat history in a good way, we have a framework. If we need to not repeat history from a bad way, we have a framework to avoid because they already told us their story and how they did it. And so when I apply the story method to the word of God, I realized that it allows me to gain a deeper understanding of his word. It positions me to learn more about the word from like a, I'm not going to say a scholarly perspective, but from a study, studying perspective, from a student perspective, you know, Jesus is our teacher. His word is our lesson. So how can we glean the insight and the knowledge from this lesson to be able to fully understand what he's trying to tell us? Um, but then it also just makes it so much fun. <laughs> It makes it so much fun when you read the Bible as a story. And so it's funny because they, when I went online and I was doing some research and I'm like, is Jesus a storyteller? Is he really like, is Jesus a storyteller? There are so many articles out there that are like, Jesus is the best storyteller in the world. And then there's some that was like, Jesus is not the storyteller, but we learned so much from his story. And those who told his story, the disciples, the, the Pauls who wrote the letters, the Matthew, the Luke, like the Gospels, those who wrote the Gospel, those who tell his story are telling it so that we know what happened in his story, history, his story. History is the story of Christ. And so I learned just in my studies in the last couple of weeks is that the book the Word of God is a chronological record of significant events. It is history, his story, his story. Um, but it's also 
an account of events that evolves. And so we get the beginning, the middle, and the end of not just the life of Christ, but we get the death of Christ, we get the resurrection of Christ, and we get the, the coming back of Christ. There is a chronological story being told from the beginning to the end. And every other story told in this Bible has a beginning, a middle, and the end. And so when we apply the story method, I really want us to dive into it from um, studying. Like, I don't know if you have been went to school at any point in your life or if you are interested in learning or expanding your knowledge, but I want you to approach the Bible as a story. Now with the story method, the strengths. The definition of a strength is the quality or state of being physically, mentally, or emotionally able to withstand great force or pressure. So when we look at these stories, what force of pressure, what force or pressure, who was able to have a physical state, a mental state, an emotional state to withstand this force or this pressure? So where are the pressures? Where are the challenges that you're seeing? And then how were they able to withstand it? What strengths did they have? What skills did they have? What talents did they have? What tools did they use? What did they use in order to withstand? The technique. A technique is defined as a way of carrying out a particular task, especially in the execution or performance of. And so when we look at these, these scriptures, when we look at these stories, what way did they execute the will of God? What way did they carry out the plan or the task or the mission or the war that was in front of them? How did they do that? Their technique is their how to. What are they teaching us to do in the way that they did it in order to execute and perform it in the best way possible? So that is the technique. The next way I want you to look at it is an obstacle. What were the obstacles faced? And an obstacle is a thing that blocks one's way or prevents or hinders progress. So in order for them to experience breakthrough, in order for them to pass from this side into the next side, what was in their way that prevented them from progressing? What was in their way that hindered them or stopped them from moving forward? And then what is in your way in reference to the people that you're studying in the Bible, what is in your way that is hindering you or preventing you from moving forward? And then how do you overcome that? Because the O in our story method is twofold. We can't just have the problems. We have to be willing to overcome them. We have to learn what we need to do to overcome them. And so overcome means to defeat an opponent or prevail to succeed in dealing with a problem or difficulty. And so the enemy Satan is going to throw obstacles. He's going to throw things to block our path, to prevent us from moving forward, to prevent us from breaking through. But how do we defeat our opponent? When you read these stories, how was the enemy defeated? How did these people prevail through these challenging times? Take a, like, really take a look at how they prevailed the emotional states, the strengths that they carried, the words that they spoke, the beliefs that they had, the, the actual day-to-day -day tasks that they did. Like, how did they actually overcome? How did they defeat their opponent and prevail? The next point I want you to look at is relationships. And it's so cool because 
you know, initially when you think relationships, you think about the way two or more people are connected. But when you actually look at the definition of relationship, it's defined as the state of being connected by blood or marriage. And we know that it was the blood of Christ that allows us to receive eternal life. It is the blood of Christ shed for us on Calvary that allows us to be washed from our sins, atoned from our sins, forgiven from our sins, and be connected with our Heavenly Father. And so when you look at relationships from a biblical standpoint, how is it connecting you to Christ? How is the story connected by the blood? Or how is the story connected by marriage because we know that the word of God is, uh, where is it at? I want to say it's in Ephesians, but they say the word of God is like, uh, can be, can be similar to the mysteries of marriage, like between a husband and his wife, the bride and the groom, we are the bridegroom to Christ. So Christ is the groom and we, the church, the body of Christ, the followers of Christ, the believers are his bride. We are the body and we are called to present ourselves flawless and without spot. For our bridegroom so when we go into marriage with Christ when we make that vow to God that we are going to follow him that we're going to love him that we're going to serve him and value him submit to him as a wife submits to her husband we are literally walking in relationship with God and a lot of people today really glorify religion over or relationship over religion because so many churches are preaching religion and tradition and you need to do it this way, this way, this way. But Jesus is about relationship. And so when we look at the word of God, how is it connecting us back to Christ? How is it connecting us to our heavenly father through the blood? So really take a look at that. And then also the last point of the story method is your why, W-H why because this ends with a why or you can just say the why is for you so what is the cause this is a definition of why the cause reason or purpose for which so what is the why what is the cause of what you are reading what is the reason that you are that you are reading it personally what is the reason for it are you seeking something did the lord place this before you did someone give this to you or encourage you to read it what is the cause reason or the purpose for which this word has been presented to you but then also what is the cause reason or purpose is this word being shared with you because again story these stories that we are reading in the bible is connected to history and history is the chronological events that have taken place in the past that include explanations of their causes so there is a reason why these things took place and there is a reason why it is being presented to you at this time at such a time as this for you to gain a deeper understanding of it right now Hey there, Storyteller. I just want to interrupt this episode really quick to let you know that Faith Audio Network is now open. Faith Audio Network is our community for storytellers like you, storytellers who listen to podcasts like this, storytellers who know they have a voice and they know that God has given them a powerful gift to be able to go out and speak for him, to give him glory. So if you know that you are interested in joining a community that is going to hold you accountable, that is going to pray with you, that is going to intercede on your behalf, and that's going to 
sharpen your faith, this is the community for you. To learn more and to register, please visit faithaudionetwork.com. That's faithaudionetwork.com. So this is the story method. And it's so interesting because I love this method. I love that the Lord gave this to me. Like I said, I this is from a biblical standpoint, but the story method can also be used in social media. Like if you were to share your strength technique, obstacles, overcoming relationships and why over the course of a week, you'll have social media content, which is what I've been doing. If you were to create podcast episodes, you can literally lay out an entire podcast season just by walking through the story method. Again, I have this framework for you at faithbasedstoryteller.com. But I am just so blown away that the Lord blessed me with this for Bible study as well. And that he's given me a deeper understanding of this story method and how we can apply it to gaining a deeper relationship with our father by learning more about his story by sharing our stories our testimonies what we have been through so that we can lead other people to Christ now what I absolutely love is that Jesus was a storyteller I know I brought that up earlier Jesus was a storyteller and when we look at Matthew 13 but I'm gonna pull up Luke because I like the way Luke does things and if you didn't know the Gospels are in alignment it's a record it's a written record of history it's history and the story and each of these individuals Matthew Mark Luke and John tell the story as they witnessed it and I just happen to like how Luke does it because he's very detailed but this same story can be found in Matthew 13 but in Matt in Luke 7 I'm sorry in Luke 8 starting at verse 4 it talks about the parable of the sower um, and the reason why I love parables is because Jesus speaks in parables. And if you don't know what a parable is, the definition of a parable is a simple story used to illustrate a moral or spiritual lesson. Now, when I looked up the concordance version, so the biblical definition of a parable, it says it is an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. So the fact that Jesus spoke in parables, he used stories that we could resonate with. He used again a story an account of past events in someone's life or the evolution of something uh, another definition of a story is a news article or broadcast and we know that we're here to spread the good news so when we tell the story we're spreading the good news of christ so he used stories to really give us a deeper understanding he spoke in parables he spoke earthly stories that had heavenly meanings and so when you look at the parable of the sower and how he explains it. It's so beautiful how he literally told a simple story about a sower who was spreading seed in order to connect how we receive the word of God. Now in the next episode, the next Friday, I'm actually going to dive into the parable of the sower and we're gonna walk through the story method in it. But I wanted to point out one thing in verse nine, because when he shared the parable of the sower, his disciples asked him, this is verse nine, what does the parable mean? And in verse 10, he said, Jesus said, the secrets of the kingdom of God have been given for you to know, but to the rest, it is parables. So, or I'm sorry, but to the rest, it is in parables. So that looking, they may not see and hearing, they may not understand. And so when we receive these parables and we're able to understand them. When we hear people's testimonies and people's stories and we're able to understand it and see what the Lord is doing in their life and 
give God all of the praise, the honor, and the glory, and just be in awe of God, that is a blessing. We have received the word that God has given to us. He even said, may, they ha- may you have ears to hear. If you go up a verse in verse 8, um, uh, toward the very end of verse 8, he said, let anyone who has ears to hear listen. And so one of the reasons why many people don't receive the Lord or don't receive the word is because our hearts have been hardened and our ears have been closed and our eyes have been shut because the word is going to be delivered. But we have to check where our heart is. We have to check how we receive these words because that is going to determine whether they stick, whether they land in our heart, whether we take the, take that word and apply it to our lives. And this is something that the parable of the sower goes deeper into, which we'll get into next week. Today, I just wanted to introduce the story method to you. But the fact that Jesus said that the secrets of the kingdom of heaven have been given for you to know, but to the rest, it is in parables. It's saying that through these stories, we can receive what the Lord intends for us to know about the kingdom of heaven. It is not far from us. It is literally the word because in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And the stories that we speak, the words that we speak, command the promises, command the account of the truth. They command a a witness to a, a record of a witness of what took place in the past. And so if you do not understand the word and if you do not read the word or you do not hear because faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God, if you do not hear, you cannot understand. And this word is going to be given. But again, where is your heart? Check your heart's posture in order to see if you are in a position to receive the words that God is speaking check your situation are you opening up the bible are you reading the word of god are you actually understanding and grasping what um, these words hold in regards to your life in regards to what the lord is speaking to you and if not ask the lord to turn your heart to change your heart to open your ears to open your eyes to to shut your mouth so that you can listen and hear what he has for you so He says to the rest, it's in parables. So that's why Jesus teaches in parables. So that those who don't see, those who whose hearts are hardened and they can't hear, or whose minds are really not on Christ, can hear these stories and still receive a seed that has been planted. It can be a seed that's been planted, and maybe the Lord can send someone else to send another seed, another story that can continuously grow into them believing in the salvation of Christ because seeds are just the word of God. And so when we open up our mouth and we tell our story as faith-based storytellers, we are planting seeds. And these seeds is the word. And whether it falls on deaf ears or it falls on fertile ground, which we'll get into in the parable of the sower, um, it's so important for us to speak what the Lord has given us to speak. And that may not always be Um, a pastor, it may just be sharing your testimony and sharing your story, sharing your strengths um, and the the gifts and talents that God has given you, sharing your techniques and what he's taught you and how he's shown you how to do different things, sharing your obstacles and how you've overcome them so that someone in a similar position can overcome the obstacles that they're facing, sharing your relationships, 
sharing your relationship with the Lord and how you're connected to him, but also sharing the relationship between you and your spouse, husband and wife, sharing the relationship between you and your children, sharing the relationship between you and your friend. Somebody may be struggling in that area of their life and hearing your testimony or your story regarding that relationship may be a light that leads them to ask the Lord for more information or for more guidance. And then also sharing your why, the purpose behind what you do what you do, the reason that you do what you do, the cause of you doing what you do, because that is our story. And our story has a beginning and it has a middle and it has an end, just like the word of God and every story found in it. And so as faith-based storytellers, I believe it's so important for us to unpack and read the word as a story because God has given us this story. He has given us his story his story. This is history, y'all. He has given us his story. And so how can we apply his story to our lives so that we can then go out and share our story so that other lives can give glory to Christ through our story? Because when we pass on, our story becomes his story and what he's done for us. And if we can continue to shed the good news, which is another definition of a story, a news article or broadcast, if we can continue to spread the good news to the ends of the earth, then we are literally fulfilling the Great Commission, which is to go out and make disciples of all the nations. And so I hope that this episode was a blessing to you. I am, uh, again, um, over the next couple of weeks, maybe months, Um, diving into different stories in the Bible through the story method. So we'll be kind of exploring stories and studying stories through the story method. Super excited about this because like I said, the Lord gave me this method a while ago and to see how it applies to the word is so exhilarating. It's exciting. I'm ready for it. Um, But that's what we'll be doing for the next couple of Faithful Fridays. And then on top of that, I have created a freebie, a download that shows you how to use this method. The download does not include the Bible study version yet, but it will. Um, But if you would like the free download right now, all you have to do is visit faithbasedstoryteller.com, faithbasedstoryteller.com. I'll make sure it's down below so that you can get that freebie so that you can see the story method, how it's laid out, how you can apply it to social media, how you can apply it to emails, how you can apply it to podcasting, and also how you can just apply it to telling your story in general. And then as I continue to study the word of God, I think I'm going to come up with like a Bible study regarding the story method to see um, how I kind of walk through the Bible using the story method. I mean, you'll see it here on the podcast live, but I think I'm going to actually create like some type of study guide. So if that's something that interests you, let me know, comment down below, but let me know if the story method actually resonates with you and Join me next Friday. I mean, we'll have a guest on Tuesday, but join me next Friday as we dive into the word through the story method. And um, we're actually going to unpack the parable of the sower through the story method. So I'm really excited about that as well. But that concludes this episode of the Faith-Based Storyteller Show. Again, if this episode resonates with you, please like, comment, share. If you want that story method, visit faithbasedstoryteller.com. And know that over the next few weeks, I'm going to be incorporating storytelling even into some of our guest episodes. So if you hear me change up some things, it's just because the Lord is leading us into a season of telling our story. And I know personally, he's called me to tell my story. He's called me to create a space for faith-based storytellers like yourself. And so I just cannot wait to see how this evolves because of story 
Again, y'all, it's an account of past events in someone's life. We're in the evolution of something. So this is the evolution of my story right now. Y'all are here live with me. You're going to see how this evolves over time. But I just invite you to join me as we share the good news, the story of the good news. Um, and as we dive into the stories and parables of what Christ has intended for us. And as we dive into the word of God and what this story holds so that we are more knowledgeable about his story. That was a lot. So I'm going to go. On that note, I'm going to head out. But um, as always, know that I love you or let me rephrase that. Let me, as always, God loves you and so do I. And I will catch you, love, in the next episode. Bye.